This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. How you doing, baby? All right. Oh, Bootsy, hi. Yeah, we're all right. I just been a little bit of a while now. <laughs> yeah. Glad to have you with us, Bootsy. Well, I think you better know that I'm fucking for Trump, baby. Oh, yeah. Trump 2020. Thank you, Bootsy. I'm happy to hear fuck that. Fucking for Trump. Funky you don't Trump. like it? Go fuck yourself. Go funk yourself. That's right. Well, Bootsy, I'm so glad that you stopped by. Was it just to give us a uh, campaign message? That's right. I endorse this motherfucking message. Okay. Bye. I'm losing my. Uh, I'm losing the impression. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye, Bootsy. Well, that was uh, exciting. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 87, 87 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals, Tony Orlando and one of the Dawns. Oh, excellent. Your favorite Dawn and my favorite Dawn, Dawn. Uh, I don't know the name of the Dawns, but I did meet Tony Orlando once at the Howard Stern Show and it was glorious. Would you say that he's enchanting? He is enchanting. That's what I always thought. Now, if I, if you asked me to knock three times on the pipe, I probably would. Eh? Okay. Well, all right. Tie a yellow ribbon? Twice on the pipe means you're not going to show. Oh, well then, how many times do I have to hit the pipe before I get a nice buzz? Eh? Three times. Exactly. Excellent. Uh, so, all right. I, and I guess you're Tony Orlando and I would be the one Dawn. One Dawn. This is my new band. It's called One Dawn. Uh, I wish I could be a Dawn because they were quite uh, beautiful, I remember. And, the, and they could sing and they just looked really gosh darn good. Now, if I were the One Dawn, uh-huh. I would be suing the rap band PM Dawn. Why is that? Because anything with Dawn should be yours if you're what Dawn. A, from what P- about Red Dawn? Red Dawn Redemption. Ah, excellent. Red I- Dawn, was that the... Uh, the movie from the 80s? Uh, yes, and they remade it. Well, and they remake everything. The remake, nor will I. What? I said I did not see the remake, nor will uh, I. Uh, hello, is this thing on? It's not. Can you bring me my hearing aid? So you might have to look at me during the show. I, I don't do difficult. that. <laughs> you know, we don't make eye contact during the show. I'm Danny Autistico. Uh-huh. Uh, so Dave and I are having some audio issues, uh, mostly because my Mac... Uh, what is it? Uh, Airbook? Mecca Airbook Pro. <sighs> My garage band decided to stop recording and. Um, Jot this on the cheapy. So now I am recording into one thing with Audacity and Dave is recording into another computer with Logic. Oh, this sounds a reasonable. Uh huh. 
All right. And so uh, we can't hear each other in our headphones, which is not that big of a deal for me because I'm just staring at Dave always anyway. I don't look at anybody. Dave does not make eye contact ever. So uh, it's the way I work. <laughs> I got to hear it. I don't want to look at it. Okay, it is me. No, just it's the topic. Uh-huh, okay. It's you. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it's you, girl, and you should know it. Okay, I know it. Um. Anyway, so today's episode is all about YouTube. Uh, our favorite YouTubers, we each had to come up with uh, our top five favorite YouTubers. Um, during this uh, quarantine, I have been watching more YouTube than normal, Um. I can't even tell you why. I just have been. So I've been having fun with it. Um, and not, I'm not even talking about news type of things. It's other stuff. I've been trying <clears throat> to just stay away from the toxicity that is uh, mainstream media. So I've been hitting up some YouTube channels and uh, having fun with them. Dave, I think, has always been into certain YouTube channels. Right? I watch stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Of course, we have our own YouTube channel. Don't go there. No, do go there. Oh. We need to, uh, we have like 400 subscribers. That's not enough. No, we need at least 1,000. You need 1,000. We need 1,000. I'm contrary. We were on our way to 1,000 when you were doing your reaction videos. I don't want to react to nobody. People do love your reaction videos, but uh, apparently... That's terrible. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave, uh... <laughs> I, I, we need a soundboard. Can I just be soundboard, Dave? No. Please don't just be sa soundboard, Dave. All right. Are you ready hey, to... Hey, 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 you I have... I do not, you know what? I do not see your list of five YouTubers in numerical order. I, uh, I don't, this is how I'm working. I could pause. Uh, why do I need a list when I've got my history on YouTube? I'll just look at my history. Oh, all right. Eh? Did you want to go first? No, you go first. All right. Now, my first one, I'm just uh, kidding. Go ahead. I'm going for, from five. Four, Wait, I looked three, at you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Is that too much for you? No, it's good. Okay. And all of a sudden, this brings a whole new dynamic. My number five is Marcus Picks. All right, I'm asking the question here, if I could only have one camera and one lens, what would it be? Well, I'm gonna show you. And actually, after this, I'm gonna make a video if I could have one camera with two lenses, what would that be, which is completely different than this one. And first of all, anytime you mention Marcus, the next word out of your mouth has to be Miller. Marcus. Uh, it's not. Well, that is the problem. We have a failure to funkin' mate. I see. Well, Marcus Picks is, uh, he is a YouTuber. I think he lives in Vegas or oh, around. Oh, I know who he is. The He's that good-looking fella. He's very good-looking uh, blonde guy. And um, he looks like he should be selling hair conditioner. He looks like he could be in like Jan and Dean or star in one of those like beach blanket bingo movies. That doesn't make him a bad guy. No, I love. Are you kidding me? He's so, no Frankie Valley. No, he's blonde. Is that who was in the beach movies? No. Uh, Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. Is that a person? That's not a real name. Whose last name is Avalon? Frankie Avalon. What's his first name? Ball. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Goodbye. What? I'm going to hang up on you now. Oh, see ya. 
Hello, can I help you? House of Monkeys. All right. Can I talk about Marcus Picks, please? Yes. So I am uh, very interested in getting camera equipment. Um, we're eventually going to get faster internet. It's been promised. I don't know when it's happening, but it has been promised. And when we do get faster internet, I want to do a video. Why well, you get the 5G? Podcast. No, 5G, 5G come to get you. Okay. I want to do a video podcast, and uh, right now we have DSL, and uploading is a chore. Uploading something that is an hour and 20 minutes is impossible. Impossible. Especially if it's, uh, you know, I, well, you I color want, correct I'm, it, you're going to get a dial up again. What? Dial up. We need right. dial up. Mm hmm. Anyway, so Mark, uh, Marcus Picks, he is, I guess, a professional videographer, a professional photographer, and he goes through so many cameras and tells you what they're best at, uh, how much they cost. Uh, the other day I watched a video where he had a whole shit ton of videos out in the Nevada desert. They were not videos. They were cameras. I'm sorry. Uh, a whole bunch of uh, cameras in the Nevada desert on a huge table. And he said, okay, let's run these and see which ones work until they melt. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty hot out. Matter of fact, it's like a hundred and I think it's like 110, 112 really hot out. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put these cameras to the brutal test of running video in the hot desert sun, bright sun, and I'm going to see which cameras last the longest and how quick they crap out. Which one worked the best? Uh, Cut to the chase. You know what? You're going to have to watch to find out. But oh, he was is it the a Sony? No. Was it the Pentax? He is a big fan of camcorders as well. So you have the, the cameras that are like the DSLR cameras. So you can see cameras. the screen. Sorry? So you can see the screen. No, but they're just made to go all day where uh, these other cameras are, are not. They're meant to shoot maybe 10, 20 minutes at a time. What's his favorite camera company? He uh, has a few. He likes, there's a, there's a few that he uses over and over again, but... He's the one who hit me to that Lumix GH5 or Panasonic. whatever. Panasonic. What? Panasonic. Yes. So that's the one I think I'm going to try and go for. I mean, there are a lot more newer uh, cameras, but they come with a hefty price tag. And so uh, we're going to go for something that is uh, good, not the best, but, but good and not very expensive. So I find it interesting that the classic, Best classic camera companies mm -hmm. have not managed to transcend necessarily into the modern age of, of uh, photography. For instance, Nikon was the best there was. They have, they do have, they have, they, they do have some, and I guess people like them, but it's... Canon, Canon came out huge. of nowhere in the 1980s. Is that true? Pretty much, 70s, 80s, but in the 80s. What, this is what happened, okay? okay. Let me Tell give me. you a little history of the camera. Okay. Canon came out with something called the AE-1. All right. The Canon AE-1. And it's manually operated Canon AT-1. Now, those two cameras revolutionized the ability for an for amateur photographer to feel like they were a photographer. Oh, is that true? Pretty much. 
it, you got professional results with a automated, easy to use camera, and somehow Canon marketed it better than Nikon, and it was all the rage. The Canon AE1, that was the shit right there. And like I said, the AT1, I still have the AT1. That's why I know about this stuff. Oh, but that's amazing. But companies like Olympus, Pentax, uh, what was that other one with a K? Konica. Oh. Konica, whatever, Konica. These companies didn't... Dude, even Kodak. They didn't really transcend. Kodak went broke, right? I don't and know. They went they... They, Kodak went under. No, that's Polaroid. Polaroid. Polaroid went under. Kodak was too big to fail. I mean, they do a lot of film stuff for movies, so, I mean, I don't know what they do now, actually. Anyway. They don't use your film, really, for movies too much. Nikon was the shit. Uh-huh. And now they're less of the shit. Well, I don't know about their cameras. I'm sure their cameras are fine. I, I don't know, but they certainly are not the most popular one out there. I would say that the yeah. uh, most people maybe use a Canon or the Sony. Sony has a whole bunch of like quote unquote vlogging cameras. Um, so how's the GoPro compared to any of these things? The GoPro, you can't zoom in and stuff, so it's just kind of like a wide. Uh, it's just like a wide angle thing that you put on something, you know, on your, on your helmet, on your bike. Uh, you're not, you're not zooming in and stuff. It's just, it's a stationary thing. As far as I know, unless it's changed. Uh, DSLR is the camera. Yeah, but they have different ones now. People aren't necessarily using those. There's like mirrorless or whatever. Uh, uh -huh. There's, there's verbiage that I don't even know what it means. So, I just kind of, but this is why this Marcus picks dude, honestly, and then he takes his wife or his girlfriend, and then he'll take pictures of her in the, uh, in the desert, and like, he'll show, or, or he'll record himself, and he'll say, okay, I have these 10 cameras here, here's this one, uh, with their audio, like, he goes through, he's, he's fucking thorough, and he's, uh, I love him. I love him. He's thorough. He's personable. And uh, he knows exactly the information that I'm looking for. So every time he uploads a new video, I'm there. And then sometimes he gives stuff away. So he'll say, okay, uh, you know, send me an email with your name and address and uh, I'll randomly pick somebody. So I, uh, my number five is Marcus Picks. Um, he goes the extra mile and you really do learn a lot from him about not just the cameras, but also lighting, uh, like lighting hacks he, or uh, best tripods or best lighting stands or, you know, best bang for your buck from Amazon. It's, it's he's, I really enjoy it. And, he might be related uh, to Tommy Shaw. He might be related to Tommy Shaw. I'm not sure. I'm not ready to make that claim. All right, Dave, you're number five. Thanks, man. That's a lot. That's a lot to me. This is really kind to you. Uh-huh. Now I want to know who's number four. Yeah, I get my sights in line here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> my number five. You're still not looking at me. I don't look at anybody. Okay. Give me my check, and I'll cash it. All right. I want my government cheese, cunt. Not you. That is some uh, 
YouTube channel I've not heard of. Government cheese cunt. Yes. Come on down. Come on down. Okay. You're number five, David. Let's go. I said thank you. Oh. Unbelievable. This uh-huh. woman wants to stress over and over again how important I am. I... Okay. Let's this take woman. this again. My number five. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to go with a slightly controversial one. Oh, okay. Michael Savage. No, just kidding. <laughs> David Crosby. No, just kidding. Neither of those guys. Yeah, I never... They're two extremes, right? Could you imagine those two cats going out to dinner? No. One guy would be totally civilized, the other guy would be a complete asshole. Guess who it is? Uh-huh. Crosby's the asshole. No shit. Okay, let's go. Okay. Uh, who knew? Rick Beato. Hi, everyone. I'm Rick Beato, producer, composer, audio engineer, and music theorist. Welcome to my YouTube channel, Everything Music. This is the place where I will be posting videos on a variety of subjects, ranging from audio engineering, producing and mixing, music theory, composition, jazz improvisation, and ear training. I have over 35 years of experience as a touring musician, educator, writer, producer, engineer, and my goal is to share with you what I've learned. Rick Beato. My number five is Rick Beato. Excellent. Next. Why is that? Well, I'm supposed to talk about him now. Okay, please, please do. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the thing about him. Now, you might say he does some some stuff that's less than uh, honest, or what is it? Uh, he's it's play. It's well, he's trying to make money on his videos, perhaps. Yes. But he has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to classic music and music in general. Uh huh. Great recording uh, engineer techniques, solid analysis of music, and he can play note for note the Kid Charlemagne guitar solo. solos that you'll ever hear not my performance larry carlton now who else on youtube do you know who's got all that going for i don't know other than possibly larry carlton who was the original guy who played the song <laughs> not to mention if you like larry carlton carlton mm-hmm. this is your doorman carlton this is he's carlton, got uh an interview with larry carlton oh. all right so take that, shove that in your pipe, you goddamn commie bastards. Okay. I'm not sure that the commies are listening, but oh. all right. Well, get on the goddamn line, you commie bastards. Mm. When I was a kid, I worked at a uh, pizza and chicken joint. I was reading the village voice. The owner comes up to me and says, what are you reading that commie rag for? I thought he was nuts. Now yeah. I'm not sure. Now you know he was 100% right. Okay. So, so anyway. So Rick Beato. Rick Beato. Eh? That's some solo right there. Eh? 
So Rick Beato uh, had a viral video a few years back. I'm sorry for him. Was he the first one with a corona? Apparently, he, at a very young age for his son, did something like oh, he's when have he a was just a few pitch. months old where he, he somehow established his kid to have some sort of superpower as far as uh, being able to call out notes and chords. If you play some ridiculously complicated chord on a piano, he doesn't need to look at it and he can tell you exactly what it is. That's so, not normal, man. It's not normal. It's not. But not to it, the degree, not to the degree he can do it. I've seen the videos. Yeah, it's it's. It's not. It's not. That's not normal. It's not normal. It is impressive. This seems. It seems a little. Uh, you know. I don't. You'll know. do this or else. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. The terror of Rick Beato. But you know what? I like Daddy Rick Beato, but some of his, you know, why this is a great song or whatever. Some of his picks are. I don't agree. Hey, take it easy. All right, well, fuck me then. No, but here's the thing about Rick Beato. Uh-huh. He's really cool, man. Okay, I have he, a feeling I know what your number you, one pick is now. Yeah, you mind if Rick comes over? Uh-huh. She's just going to borrow a couple of things. She says she'll return them later. All right. On to number four for me, or do you want to four speak for me. more about Rick Beato? No, that's good. Talk to me about number four. All right. Ah, yes, number four. My number four... Paula Dean. We'd like to welcome y'all to Paula's Kitchen, Quarantine Kitchen, Cooking, whatever. I'm gonna share with y'all a recipe called Krispy Kreme Bread Pudding. And I have to tell you, it is out of this world delicious. Uh, it's not one you're gonna see on Weight Watchers or <laughs> anything <laughs> like that. No, it's not low this, fat, low sugar. This low would fat. send, mm. this would send, um, what are some of those diet plans? No, this, this could send them be into cardiac arrest. Uh, this would not be shit. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. What the fuck are you saying? What are you? What? What? I don't know. Paula Dean um, has. I'm more into Jan and Dean. Okay. Has a YouTube channel where she, uh, you know, she's in, I believe she's in her 70s. So she's been kind of quarantining herself, not going outside, uh, probably has some, some sort of pre-existing condition. So she does what she does best, and she gets in that kitchen, and she cooks, and uh, she, she uploads a video, I think, nearly every day. Some of it is brand new from her kitchen, and her they're calling it the quarantine uh, videos, but also, sometimes she just puts up old stuff from 30 years ago. She's in the same house, uh, using pretty much the same amount of butter. God bless her. Um, she's great. She's personable. Uh, she, I, I wish I was in the kitchen with her. She's just so fucking sweet. I love her. I love her to death. And she's always cooking stuff that I'm interested in eating, you know? What's her show called? Uh... I don't know. What do you mean? She doesn't. She, her show. She's got a channel. Paul. Paul Dean. In the kitchen with Paul Dean. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. I made it up. Someone in the kitchen with. Someone's in the kitchen with. Paula. Quarantine video. I don't know what it's called. I think you just said it was called quarantine. Well, yeah, they say that, but I don't think they type that. 
I love her. You should follow her on YouTube if you like butter and cheese and cake, y'all. Oh, she makes some cakes. They're like, what the hell? She's great. And uh, watching her videos makes me want to buy everything in the Paula Deen store, which I may do at some point. Okay, Dave, on to your number four. Well, you know, it's an ever-changing list, I oh, guess. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, just because I like something this week, I might not like it next week. Okay. And quite frankly, half the people I like have been kicked off YouTube. That's true. So, what a quandary we are in. Well, we can do our top five bit shoot, too. Top five banned from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mwah! Well, who are, then well, they're well, all on that'll BitChute. That'll be us if we can do that one. Yeah. They're all on BitChute now, though. All right, so my number four. Yes? I'm going to have to go with Anomaly. First of all, I always say the media pushes fear, and fear lowers your immune system. That's how you know they don't like you. That's how you know they're not your friends. And that's how you know among a pandemic, they're not really concerned about your health. But besides that, pushing you to always want more and more and more, not just politically and socially, but also consumer-wise, is the exact opposite mentality of being grateful and appreciative for what you have. What I noticed when I started paying attention to politics is if you have this mindset of gratefulness, appreciation, the modern-day left wing hates it. They can't stand the fact that you're gratefulness or appreciative, especially God forbid you're a black conservative or a minority group that they claim to support so much, they'll give you even more backlash than they give me because they want you to feel like a victim. They want to tell you that you're weak in the society, you need their help, it's all rigged against you. That's really how they treat people on the modern day left wing and it's quite bizarre. Coming like myself from a more spiritual perspective before I entered into politics, it's the exact opposite of a healthy, successful mindset. The young man with some very nice hair. Yes. And a beard. Hmm. Now, who doesn't want to hear some, from someone with a hair and a beard? A white man with long hair and a beard. Reminds you, anybody? Is he... Uh, he's got a Jesus complex, is what I'm saying. The man thinks he's Jesus Christ. No, he does not. But I, I think he's still on YouTube, isn't he? He is on YouTube. That's why I'm, he's my number four. If otherwise, I would have said Owen Benjamin. I see. Who somehow is still on... YouTube. How do you get kicked off YouTube? Your videos are all over YouTube. Because people re-upload them. Why don't they just have a filter when they see the man's face, it shuts you out. So you're asking for YouTube to be more, censor more. Well, you'd think they already would be is what I'm saying. I'm saying, look, if you're going to do it, uh -huh. uh, I don't know, what's the big deal? You just assume another channel and you back up? Well, but yeah, and then that one gets deleted. It's a thing. People it's a big game. What? I said that's a big, a bit gay. Yeah. No, I said it's a big game. I see. So, uh, talk about Anomaly. Oh, uh, Anomaly. Pleased to meet you. Mm -hmm. Well, the man's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Now, that's good. Is it? He used to be a liberal, but he recently changed his mind. He voted for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he was a Bernie bro. But rapidly became pro-Trump. Now, he has some faults. But he has a lot of positive attributes, and I think he's a positive force for the youth of today. And uh, a lot of the times what he says is right on the money. Yes. But I'm surprised he hasn't been banned from YouTube, quite frankly. Well, he promotes positivity, and he's, he, you know, he, in every video he has, he says, you know, 
Uh, he loves everybody. You know. Yeah. So, they'd be, I mean, at some point, you can't just cancel everybody. I mean, look what, look what happened to A&E, right? They canceled their live PD show. They canceled that show with, I think, Matt Eisman. Like any, I think so. They, they, they took off all those. They, not only did they cancel them, they stopped airing them. So guess what happened to A&E? They lost 50% of their viewership. Really? Yeah, including me. I won't watch anything on that channel now. I refuse. They knee-jerked and took off cop shows? I mean, come on. Fuck them, is what I say. Fuck them. I'm not watching your shit. There was only a few shows I, I liked on there. One was Live PD, and the other one was the Matt Eisman. And, yeah. What, uh, what is that? Arts and entertainment? Yeah. What? How much? What's? Where's the art? Well, it used to. They used to play way, way back in the '80s. They used to play like ballet and shit in the morning, and then they'd also play like really old movies. They have drifted far from their target goal. Well, you know why? Because these scripted reality type shows are very cheap very cheap to make terrible yeah so um yeah but they have changed uh, a whole bunch but so i mean you can't this is, when you have a knee-jerk reaction you can't cancel everyone and if you do you're going to find yourself uh in that position in that same position that a and e is in now what are they going to do are they going to beg those people to come back if those people come back and don't demand more money, joke's on them. But I don't know if A&E will, will admit that they fucked up. I mean, that's, a, that's the other thing. Is Who these, owns A&E? I have no idea. I don't care. Exactly. I stopped caring about them when they canceled those shows. Whoever owns them is up to no good. But anyway, Anomaly is a, an ex-Bernie bro who has uh, seen the light, basically. Yep, I like him. He would be my number four choice. Excellent. Anomaly. And we, were, we are going to link now he's to con- He's been consistently, I've been into him for a while. It's not just the latest craze. No, no, no. Yeah, you've been watching for over a year, I'd say. And I'd say Beato I've been into for a while, too. Yep. So that's why I chose those two. That's fine. Are we ready for my number three? Oh, Number three, son. My number three is Mr. Beast. I wanted to open a free bank, so I did what any logical person does. I rented a real bank, grabbed a ton of money, hired all my friends as tellers, and then bought a billboard and paid Chandler to flip a sign. And here's what happened. I asked the bank for a billion dollars and they said no. What? What? So I made a graph. Says yeah, we made it, Brad. Yeah. And regardless, we're opening a free bank to put them out of business. Let's go. Yeah. Go give away money. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, just go give away money. You know. Mr. Beast is a young man who uh, I'm sure uh, most of you already know about. I'd never heard of him. <clears throat> but he does these. I, I, I guess he's made quite a bit of money on YouTube. And. He gives away quite a bit of money. He gives away houses. He gives away cars. 
and he does other things where he'll be like, you know, I spent 24 hours on top of a mountain and he'll have his regular gang of friends. And sometimes he'll have his friends, you know, duke it out in challenges for money. It's, uh, he's, he's, it's good, clean fun, really. Good, clean fun. I'm a big fan of Mr. Beast. Uh, if you look at his videos, he's got so many millions of views, billions of views. When did he start? I think he started uh, four or five years ago. Uh, what do you think he did to get from zero to a certain number? I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have him. to look. We'll How did he get which, so popular? We'll have to see which video is the one that really put him over the edge. Weird. It must be some sort of gaming thing. Maybe. He likes gamers, too. He'll, like, randomly give money to Twitch gamers. Or not Twitch gamers. I think, actually, YouTube live gamers. Twitch gamers? Well, that Twitch sounds has, like some sort of rock band. Twitch you can go on live, too. Mostly gamers. Uh, so, Mr. Beast. Uh, the other day, he had a, uh, a video. Or I watched it the other day. I don't know how old it was. Where... They spent a ton of money to make sure that every dog in this uh, dog shelter was adopted. He bought billboards, like 50 billboards. They had a panel truck that had, you know, like a big TV screen on the side that they drove around. They did radio interviews. Um, but he didn't, he didn't let it be known that he was behind it, you know. He, they, just, they just blitzed all this money, but he didn't say until the people came in to adopt the, the animal and the people were screened ridiculously well so um so people come in and they know who he is people recognize him right away how come i don't know who he is because we're not millennials millennial millennial oh it's someone the millennial anyway so mr beast uh my number three uh I he just, seems to have good, clean fun. I, that's what I'm saying. I adore good, clean fun. Now, who was responsible for bringing back the mustache? Why does all these kids have mustaches? No. What the hell's going on? I hope it goes away, because I'm not a big fan of the mustache. I don't get it. I don't either. It's kind of crazy, but whatever. At least they don't have man buns, or does one of them. Uh, yeah, I think one of them has now One guy's got a beard, and he looks a little bunny. The one guy is a Viking-looking guy. Yeah, he's he's strong. I, he, don't mess with him. No, no, he's got he's got a regular cast of characters um, that he. Uh, it's kind of like Jackass without the ass. Yeah, it, but it, it it's it's I don't know. I I enjoy it. It's fun. I will link to it uh, in the show notes, and uh, I think you'll enjoy him too. If you if you're our age and you haven't heard of him. Um, that's fine, but you'll, you'll still enjoy the content, I swear. Yeah, he's a good positive uh, role model for kids today. Yeah. So, on to your number three. I don't have a number three. You should have a number three. You should be dancing. Yeah. Well, if you'd look at me, you'd see that I am. You are dancing. I just looked. Holy cow. (laughs) Wait a minute. The whole time. Why would that? No wonder you're so sweaty. The whole time. No, you're not. I am. You don't need to tell people that. All right. Wait, what? Huh? Number three, David. Number three, David. That would be David Copperfield, no. followed by David Boreanis. Who's that? 
David Gilmore. How about David Bananas? Dave Bananas. My favorite VJ, Dave Bananas. Dave. Jesse Camp. Okay, number three. Number three. Jesse Camp. How did he know? David. He's got a wonderful podcast. He it's not on YouTube. He doesn't, doesn't, doesn't. Okay. Number three. Uh, number three. Yes. This is me stalling for time. I have to remember what number three is. I hate this. Uh, I got a few here. Okay. My number three is, uh, well, I have to tell you, I'm going to have to go with Lionel. Good day, my friends. Good day and good eve. Good eve. Good Monday. A happy Monday to you. We have a lot to discuss and a lot of very, very serious and fascinating news that we will go through very, very carefully and thoroughly for your edification, perusal, and review. Lionel. Lionel's my number three. Lionel. The man's so good he only has one name. Lionel uh, is a an ex-WABC or WOR? Uh, maybe both, but I don't know that he was, used to be on WABC. As a as an opinion news guy, right? Yeah, comedy kind of outlandish opinion news. Yes, along the, the like the Bob uh, Grant. Uh yes, slightly lines. like Bob Grant. He was uh, he was right leaning, I would say, back then. But he seemed like he was uh, more about making. Ca- he's very. He's more like radio theater. Yes. He's very. Uh, He's out of his fucking mind is what he is. Yes. He started off in Florida as a caller to a radio show. And he was so popular that they gave him his own show. That's how Mike and the Mad Dog happened. Well, there you go. I think Mad Dog was a caller. That's insanity. And Mike hired him? Yeah, I think it was, you know. Kind of yeah. like Opie and Anthony. Uh, Kind of, kind of. Kind of like it should have been with Howard, but he didn't pick up on Anthony. Well, you know what, though? Opie was not very popular. He was just a Long Island guy. So yeah. he, Ant was an opportunity for him. Right. He, he's, you know, Lionel and uh, Mad Dog were calling into already popular shows. Mike was already big? Yeah, definitely. Francesa? Yeah, they were, I mean, he was on that, whatever, it was uh, when WNBC, I think, was a sports station. NBC, yes, exactly. The Fan? Yes. WFAN? I believe so. I I might be making everything up. I'm not sure. I don't sure. think so. So Lionel is does Lionel I believe does three live shows a day on YouTube. That's what I was gonna say. He's very prolific. He does an eight thirty in the morning. And he then can he, talk about absolutely nothing forever. He does an afternoon and then he does a, a night a nighttime show. I think an hour each time, and uh, he got he has the super chat going. He uh. He is watching, monitoring the chats so he can answer your questions or... He's like an old school radio guy. He is an old school radio guy with an old school radio show on YouTube. And it, but it's, you know, you see him as well. But uh, he talks about politics of the day, conspiracy stuff. He uh, really runs the gamut. He's extremely entertaining. Very entertaining. He talks a mile a minute. Um, has so much to say, even though he says so much every day. <laughs> he never runs out of stuff to say. Yeah, I would think I would have gotten sick of him by now, but I haven't gotten sick of him. Nope. He's great. He's old school, and he's, he's great. 
Yeah, he comes from a lost, lost art of radio. Yeah, he really does. Well, he was a fan of that tradition. Yeah. And he became part of it. There's no, yeah. That WABC, that old school talk radio before it got. Before Rush Limbaugh was, took over. Yeah, it was way before then. Yeah. It's uh, really uh, interesting. But he, yeah, I love him. I love Lionel too. He's not on my list, but I'm glad he's on yours. Your number three was Lionel. Lionel. All right, are you ready? Do you want to talk more about Lionel? No, that's good. My number two. Are you ready? Uh, maybe I guess what it is. Okay. That'll ruin your number one, though. Yeah, don't ruin my number one. So how can I guess if I'm wrong? I'm wrong big time. Then don't. I'm not guessing. I'll just say, I knew that. Okay, my number two. I knew that. I didn't say it. Wait. Put that in. What? Cut that part out. I'm not cutting it out. My number two uh, favorite YouTube channel is The Crockers. It is 4th of July weekend, so I figured the best way, got bugs in my mouth, the best way to celebrate my freedom is to work and get ready to build my cabin out here, my tiny house, and uh, basically celebrate my freedom by doing this because I am lucky enough that I can even do this right now because of my freedom and I don't take that for granted at all any day um, that's why this morning I went to the uh, cemetery and I didn't really know anything about the cemetery I figured there'd be um, war veterans that were buried there pretty much at almost any cemetery and so uh, I randomly just went to that one and I bought a bunch of uh, little flags and I went and put them out I wanted to just show my appreciation to some of them because of course back in 1776 is when we got our uh, independence but every year after that we've kept our independence because of the men and women that um, you know sacrifice and fight for this country to keep it the best country in the world, absolutely the best country in the world. There's no way around it. Cracker! You're stealing my cracker, are you? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. You can have him. That was number want the two crackers. number one, too. That guy, he's a dirty shirt cracker. I love the crackers. Uh, Dave started watching uh, these videos a couple months ago about this guy alone in the woods. Um, and I started just hearing it out of the corner out of the corner of my ear, I guess, as I was doing other things. And I'd be like, what's he doing? What's he saying? What's he up to? And then I just got hooked and I started watching. And then there was, uh, he had been married and they had gone through a divorce and then he had hired somebody to come help him. Um, and she flaked out. And now his ex-wife is back in the, in the picture. And I love it because I loved her too. So it's, he's, uh, the, he built a tiny house in the middle of the woods in Oklahoma, basically, or is in the process of building a tiny off the grid house. And the house is great. He's great. I really enjoy him. I think he's very personable. Um, something about him. He's, he's got something about him. And he he's a good builder. He's he's out there in the in the woods. How about his one legged brother? You don't like him? He's got a brother who has one leg. 
That's my new band, One-Legged Brother. That's Jared Crocker. I think they're twins. And then there's another Crocker. He's a Weisenheimer. Jared Crocker is a Weisenheimer. Um, a one-legged Weisenheimer. Uh, How much do you pay for that? Look. Is that something you get at 42nd Street Port Authority? All right, that's enough. The, uh, the Crockers, it's kind of a cheat because he's got the Crockers channel. He's got coffee with the Crockers, which is him in the morning having coffee, just chit-chatting. His brother, Jared Crocker, has his own. The mom and dad, uh, Southern Living, I think it's called. So there's This is great. You know what? And why doesn't everybody in the world just have a YouTube channel to the point where no one can make any money off of YouTube? Well, because this is what's gonna, everyone's going to get hip to the idea that, oh, we can make money. Hey, watch me. I can just flush my toilet. I got 1,000 subscribers. If, you know what? If I could flush my toilet and get 1,000 subscribers, I would be in that bathroom right the fuck now. Well, You can with new Flush Your Toilet subscribers. Come on down. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try and get our subscribers up to 1,000. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I can show you how, but it's not pretty. Uh, no. You might get us banned. Oh, wait. That's the wrong channel. I don't want to do that. That's weird. But I was just going to say we have to change tires on a car and replace them with an off-brand. Oh, why would we do that? I don't know. It's controversial. I see. Very, very iffy. All right. Well, Especially on salty, icy roads. So if you're listening to this, um, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash user same chick. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes, too. But uh, Show notes, mercy. Uh-huh. Eh, that's my motto. Okay. What? I'm looking at you. Okay. I like what I see. <laughs> okay. Ew. So, um, we've been putting up, or I've been putting up videos that are not podcast related. Um, Dave and I uh, built a partial fence. Partial fence. The whole fence. Well, right. We did. We put up a whole fence. No such thing as a partial fence. There's okay. a partially fenced-in area. Okay. This is what happened. We we bought. Uh, U-fence posts, those posts you just drive into the ground, and then the horse fencing that hooks onto them. Horse fencing, that sounds racist. Uh-huh, it doesn't. And uh, we put that up because we wanted our dog to have a little run and play area. But then I was just like, well, you know, the U-fence is okay, uh, but maybe in the front part, you know, the part that's at the front of the house, let's make it look a little nicer. Yeah. So we took out the U-fence and we built our own uh, wooden post fence. We used the same fencing, but we just, instead of using the green metal post, we put in wood, uh, you know, really sturdy and chunky-looking 4 by 4 posts. Pressure-treated posts. What is it? They're pressure-treated. Oh, pressure-treated Hi, you got to go in there. It's pressure-treated. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, uh, so we made a video out of that, or hey, I made... Uh, let me just tell you something. Uh-huh. Uh, we will not cut pressure-treated wood. I don't know what... Okay? What are you talking about? You cut that shit yourself. What are you talking about? I don't know. There's a sign at the hardware store that says, we do not cut pressure-treated oh, wood. Oh, okay. And I thought to myself, why is that? And then I thought, why don't I ask? And then I said, better not. No, don't ask. Because if you ask a question like that, they know you're some kind of simp. <laughs> some sort of noob. Some sort of noob and simp. So anyway, I, will, I do want to say that we're doing a lot of products around the house. And uh, the Crockers, uh, Jason Crocker especially, he, it's very inspiring to watch him just go out there and do shit. 
He's just, he's I'm, like, okay, today I'm building a bathroom outside, and he fucking just does it. Yeah, today man. Today I'm building a, a kitchen area, and he just does it. He's good. And speaking of kitchen area, I'm fond of his sister, Betty. Betty Crocker. Get it? Ha ha. Anyway, uh, so. The Betty Cro- Crocker. Mm-hmm. You got it. The Crockers uh, is my number two. Yeah, you can also, thank me. How many of these have you got to learn about from me? Okay. Anyway, I would also say that uh, if you haven't been to our YouTube channel, please uh, subscribe and hit the notification bell because, like I said, we don't upload everything we do as a podcast. So in between podcasts, there are other videos. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. We've got the garden videos. We've got the... Uh, Fence video. We're going to do a couple more videos. Um, so they do not make it as podcasts, though. Yeah. All right, David, your number. Yeah, extra point question. Oh, okay. Who played Lamont on Sanford and Son? Demond Wilson. Whoa. All right. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. That you're, works. You're number two, David. Oh, I am so close to being what I want to be. Uh huh. Number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two. Uh-huh. I have to think about my YouTube history. Okay. Let me let me browse my history through the annals of my mind. Okay, I think a bug just flew into your mouth. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, go like this. <laughs> it's it's right in front of you somewhere. It's part of my hair. No, it isn't. It was a this. I think it flew behind you. Uh. It's, it's yeah. Paste. Mine, what? It's still, it's hovering around you. You see it? Okay. It's just, you're just hitting yourself. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Second. I don't see it right now. Number two, please. My number two. Uh, what is my number two? Is it? Well, I'll give you my number two. Okay. My number two is Scotty Kilmer. Never, ever buy a buyback vehicle. Just like never, ever buy an auction vehicle unless you're a pro. They're at an auction because they have problems and they're not worth much. Now, if you're a pro and you know how to fix them and you're not going to keep the car, a lot of guys do that. They'll buy five auction cars for six, $7,000 total. They'll sell each one for four to five, and they'll fix them as cheap as they can and sell them to somebody. They're not keeping them themselves. Don't buy an auction car either. All right. Now, he has been consistently knocking out of the park some good advice for a long time. I like to clap every time I think about it. <laughs> I love Scotty Kilmer, too. He does give great advice. He's old I, school. I am in the market for a used car, and uh, sadly, uh, he has made it so the only car I really should get, or I, he has made it so the only car it seems I should be getting is the Toyota 4Runner, and uh, of course, not a lot of them are for sale at any given time, or if they are, they're way out of my price range. But uh, So I love Scotty Kilmer, but he's also ruined me to all cars other than Toyotas. Now, the problem with Scotty Kilmer uh-huh. is he clickbaits it up. Yes. He's constantly saying things that are full of nonsense yes. on his clickbait. And then I'm you get injured. To the show I can't do any more do shows. Yeah, he just he makes shit up. He'd be like, why I spent six years in prison? 
And he never went to prison ever. Does he even mention it? No. <laughs> he's out of his mind. But, but he's yeah, great. He's good. He's uh, very animated. Yes. I mean, there's a reason this guy has so many subscribers. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so uh, not much to say about him other than that he's consistently on the money with his advice. He's got years of experience, and he's a dying breed is what he is. Yeah. He's like the car talk guys, but not Italian from the East Coast. I did not like the car talk guys. Car talk guys was a dying, it was an old school. That shit don't exist no more. See the bug? Something's going on yeah, in here. Yeah, the bug is now by me. Fucker. All right. So I agree about uh, Scotty. He's, he, uh, Harm, he's harmless. Harmless he, fun. He does great. Yeah, he did. But again, don't, don't watch his videos if you think you might want to buy a Jeep. <laughs> don't do it. He's not a fan of Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, or Nissan past 2000. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, but he's, you know, he's so gosh darn knowledgeable. All right. Are we on to my number one? Oh, you're number one. My number one favorite YouTuber is Davey504. Oh, come on. I know 2020 it's a very tough year and I made it worse by playing bass with a pick. There is no excuse and I take full responsibility for it. I hope you can forgive me, please. I will never do it again. I will work harder in order to not do any other mistake like this in the future. Trust me. The earth is not a globe, it's not flat, but it's indeed bass. Epic. OMG. Davey 504 is a, uh, a young Italian man who I think lives in Taiwan right now. Um, he is very much into the bass. <laughs> he plays the bass. He loves the bass. He makes uh, videos about playing and loving the bass. Uh, he's very uh, meme-centric, and he's hysterical. If you told me he was Roberto Benini's son, I would believe it 100%. He is that funny, I think. He has me dying. Whatever happened to Roberto Benini? I don't know. I don't know. He, maybe he got canceled and we don't even know. Some people don't translate into the modern age of technology, perhaps. He was fucking hysterical. But uh, Davy Five Hundred Four, very talented cat. You know, it's these young guys—they get in the chops at a younger age. He plays very well. Seems very influenced by Marcus Miller and that kind of stuff. He loves the slap. Also influenced by a big time influence by maybe uh, Flea, I'd say, from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he's of that age where that's going to be one of his inspirations. I'd but say. I did see him play a whole melody of Marcus tunes. He do, he loves slap. Well, if you love slap, you gotta love Marcus. And he does it. He thinks the pick is illegal for bass players. Pick is illegal for bass players. Well, see, unless you're Gene Simmons, because he's either your pick or the tongue. Do you know what? He in his video said he started playing bass because of Gene Simmons. Now, isn't that ironic? It's really he hates is. the pick. Yet his 
his reason for playing, shall we say, the, what is it, the impetus? Uh-huh. Is that a thing? Okay. Impetitus. Okay. Impotence. Okay. The reason. Uh-huh. The man can barely even play the instrument. But when he does, he uses a pick. Oh, Gene? Yeah. Apparently, he was playing, like, Guitar Hero or something. Yeah, so it wasn't Bass Hero. Was, he th- was it Guitar Hero? Or yeah, was it... Uh, I think it was. Oh, no, Grand Theft Auto. He was playing Grand Theft Auto in a Kiss song that came on uh, one of the radios in the car. But they, didn't he say he bought Guitar Hero so he could play it? Maybe it was on Guitar Hero. I think he heard it on... Grand Theft Auto, Ball and then Hero bought Guitar confused. Hero or something, something where it's just, and he plays really well. He's a he's quite funky. Yeah, he's 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 no slouch, that's for sure. But he says he can't read music. Well, neither could Stevie Wonder. Well, there you go. I know. Is that a blind joke or are you? Really I think it might be, but okay. it also might be true. All right, excellent. So, uh, Davey five oh four. My favorite YouTuber, I will stop everything and, and click play as soon as I hear that. You don't like the do? I like the do, but I only have five. I, you know, there's other ones. I, I, there's Glenn and Friends. Herman Lee? Uh, no. You thought the rack of Herman Lee? I did not say that, but he's not one of my top favorites. That man has a fan that blows his hair every day. <laughs> Reminds me of Chan from Blues Traveler. Uh, he would have like a fan off stage. Chan the fan, Kinchla. Yeah, but uh, anyway, there's there's a, a lot of cooking ones I watch. There's a a young lady, also Italian, Emma, who does all these amazing recipes. In it's ridiculous. I'm surprised you didn't choose Irish people do things. The Tri Channel. I do love the Tri Channel, but uh, sometimes they get a little too woke for me. Woke. Irish woke people woke. try things. Lose your city. There's, I have my favorite try people, and so and they they really change up those people. But try is a channel. Uh, it's literally where like they have groups of Irish people trying different things. So sometimes they'll strange. try uh, beef jerky. Sometimes they'll try American cereals. Yeah. Is that channel like, popular in Ireland? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, it's very popular, but uh, well, it's just redundant there. Like you, you, you know, say you wanted them to try, uh, you know, tomato sauce. You would send them a box of different tomato sauces, and they would literally try it and tell you how they felt. Very odd. So it's mostly like weird candy, um, you know, stuff like that. It's just stuff that you can send, basically. So it wouldn't be really tomato sauce, but uh, like they did come to uh, the states in the spring, right before the COVID shit happened, and they went to Disneyland, and they uh, tried, like, Cheesecake Factory meals, or cheese, or, you know, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, stuff that they don't really have over there. And then they went to Disney, they went to Epcot, and they drank at every country. They're a bunch of lushes, and I love them. They're young kids, youngish, younger than us. We're probably old enough to be their parents. But uh, I have my favorites, and um, so that's there. It's not. It's not always must see YouTube for me because they don't always have my favorites. But uh, when my favorites are there, I will. I am. I am right there with them. 
Interesting. And Glenn and Friends is another uh, cooking one where every Sunday, I think, he does a recipe from a really old cookbook, like a vintage cookbook. And today he made cobblestone pie, and it turned out like shit. Cobblestone but pie. I like him, and I like his, his girlfriend or his wife. Um, I love it. That I, sounds horrible. I li- yeah, it was pretty bad. But it was from like a 1930s cookbook. You, you know, and he was even saying, which is something I didn't realize, but like he's in Canada. So a cup in 1930 Canada was not the same unit of measurement as a cup in 1930s America. How's that possible? Yeah, that's why I guess a lot of places went to milliliters because that is. Is it less or more? Well, milliliters are a small. No, was the cup less or more? Oh, I don't know. I don't recall. That is strange. But like he'll, because he has a cup, you know, and people will be like, oh, you're, you're not measuring right. And he's like, oh, I'm re- measuring for 1930s Canada or 1930s Vermont or whatever. Huh. So, yeah, it wasn't a uniform measure. Isn't that crazy? Oh, is it now? Is it still changing? No, I, th- it's, it's, well, we're, I think we're the only ones who use it. It so changes every couple of years. They use, they use the metric system. And we refuse, and I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I remember in the 70s, they tried to shove that shit down our throats. Yep. We refused. We kicked that shit to the curb. Bizarre. All right, Dave, we are ready for your number one. I don't know. I th- okay. I don't know. I, I thought I, okay. What? I thought it was, I don't want to ruin it. Uh, my number one. Uh-huh. What is it? Is it, should I say it? Yeah, you tell me and I'll confirm. Is your number one Leland Sklar? Oh, Lee Sklar. Yeah, well, right now my number one is Lee Sklar. Okay. I get up every day and I'm looking forward to uh, sitting down here in this chaotic room uh, and finding another song and some more stories to tell. In the late 60s, I was in this band called Wolfgang, and we were managed by Bill Graham, whose real name was Wolfgang. So there's nothing better than naming your band after your manager for sucking up to the manager. Um, it was a great band. I love this band. It was funny. We rehearsed constantly just trying to get our, our shit together. And it turns out the first gig we ever played as a band was opening for Led Zeppelin at Winterland. <laughs> so talk about trial by fire. We had to jump right into the thick of this one. How about them apples? I don't Who know. Who would have thought? Who did you think your number one was? I don't think I had. Was, I was thinking it was probably Lee Sklar. Or was it like Car Wizard or something? No, we could Oh, you know, who, you know who it is, actually? I like actually? those shows, but they're not number one. No, I know who your number one is. Who? Sebastian Maniscalco. That's the one I've been into the most recently. Yeah. The Pete and Sebastian show. So, uh, yeah, I go to the grocery store. I get in the line six feet apart, six feet apart. And then I get up to the cashier, and there's a full spit guard. I don't know if they got this in for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The full, yeah, the plexiglass now. I mean, if you were at the grocery store. And you were going to work. Would you customize your shield? Well, like, well, 
Put a photo put a photo of your family on it or something, you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna put up a glass, why don't I utilize the glass right. to have something to look at while while the transaction's being complete? I mean, you can't talk to them. What are you gonna do? Talk to them through the glass? It's like prison. It's ridiculous. I don't by the way, is any of this shit coming down when we do come up with a cure? Cause this is all starting to get pretty permanent, you know what I mean? Like I feel like they're gonna just say, Hey, keep the glass up, but the Chinese are gonna release some other shit down the line anyway. <laughs> By the way, still no apology at the very least, <laughs> right? No, no XI coming on, going. Listen, we still don't know how it happened, but it definitely happened from us. I'm sorry. I, I, that, not that, nothing. Definitely. I don't know if it came, if it came out of the United States. Don't you think? Don't you think? You, with the way the United States is, we if it came out of out of here, we would say we're sorry. We're opening up the borders to the first uh, hundred million people that want to come over here. Absolutely. And for anyone who doesn't want to come, we're going to mail you money. We're going to mail you money. Really sorry. Do you want it in yen? Do you want us to do the conversion before we send it? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's on YouTube? They have their own YouTube channel? Yeah. Or somebody else? No, it's you? Sebastian Maniscalco. He posts a new Pete and Sebastian show every week. I think they're on iHeartRadio. I'm not going to lie. Sebastian is fucking hysterical. They're both very funny. I like their show. It's just two friends talking about shit. They're like classic old school Italian guys. Yeah. And uh, it's refreshing. It so, is refreshing. So, yeah, I mean, those, that right now, because Sebastian Maniscalco is, is fucking comedy genius. He really is. He's very funny, old school lunatic, kind of mixed between like a classic Italian and Jim Carrey or something. I mean, he's got these facial expressions where he's just completely over the top, almost like in a, I don't know. He's just, he's kind of unique, I guess, but... I love him. Excellent. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, and then Lee Sklar, who uh, just has so much uh, recording experience as a bass player, that it's interesting to hear his stories and, and check out what he's got to say. He's a little woke, though. Well, he's insanely liberal, to the point where he gets kicked off of all the other mediums, mediums that he's on. But he leaves that out of for the most part, his YouTube channel. Thank God. So I don't care about his politics because he has so much information and experience and just it's worth, worth it for me to check out. So you have two number ones. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who number one? All right. Do you have anything more you want to say about them? Uh, I just got to check them out. Excellent. All right. Well, this has been episode number 87 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast, the one in which we talk about YouTube. Uh, we might do a BitChute one. We are paying members over at BitChute, and uh, that's a YouTube alternative. Uh, who owns BitChute? Uh, I don't know. but Why are uh, they so forgiving? Uh, Owen, well, they're for a free speech. It's like Gab, you know, they're free speech. Uh, so Owen Benjamin is over there. Uh, Gavin McInnes is How over there. How can you be in America and not be free speech? Isn't that crazy? That doesn't even make any sense. Yep. So, uh, Owen Benjamin, uh, Gavin, anybody you can think of that's been canceled from YouTube is over on BitChute. So there you go. This is on the controversial. The same with if any if you know of anybody who's been canceled from Twitter, 
They are over on Gab. Anthony Cumia? He is on... No, he's not canceled from Twitter. Oh, well, someone get on that, please. Anyway, uh, that has been this episode. Uh, we will um, link all of these channels that we talk about down below. Wait, wait, I got a question for you. Dave, when I try to end the show and you stop everything... We gotta, and- I got to get to the bottom of this. All right. Now, if you were named Karen, yes. would you have grounds to sue someone, sue society for slandering your name? You've been going through life as Karen, everything's fine, and all of a sudden, your name is like Hitler? Someone should pay for that. Eh? Class action suit for fucking innocent Karens. That's fucked up, man. It's People are... Look, people are dumb. It's a fad. Hopefully it'll go away like every other fucking fad. Just saying. Wonderful, you know? Oh, you go into Starbucks. Now they ask you your name. You got to fucking lie? You got to write that on your cup? I don't even know what to say. I, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. They said, my name's Karen. They're going to look at you like, are you playing, trying to play a joke on me? Or are you really Karen? I don't know why they did. Why what they if your name's it? Karen and you are a Karen? Oh, my God. I will say that when I was playing Tara... They were using that as an expression way before it became popular here. So I think it's something the gamer kids came up with. That's fucking terrible, man. The only thing I want to hear is Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. All right. God bless him. Go ahead. Back to you wrapping it up. I am wrapping it up. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will see you next time. Oh, uh, middleagecoolkids.com for all you middle-aged kids. Fuck for all your middle-aged kid, middle-aged cool kids. No, what is it? Middleagecoolkids.com for all your middle-aged cool kids needs. Okay. Yeah. What? What? What'd you it's say? It's my new thing. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of like the wheeze. Oh God. Okay. Next time, America. See ya.